Hello and welcome to the FSF Podcast Live Edition. Hello, kids and cadets. Welcome to the FSF Podcast. This is our Wednesday Live at 5. We are today reviewing uh, the Ahsoka series, uh, episode 6. We've had a couple of amazing series uh, episodes in the series, rather, and I am very excited to talk about this. Excited that I got my good buddy John here to help us. Producer John is in the house. Woo, woo. That's me. Right. That's you. That is, he is the one, the only, the producer John. Woo, that guy's awesome. <laughs> uh, Actually, so, my, my daughter yells when I get home, yeah, dad, that guy's awesome. I love makes that my kid. She kills him. Oh, heck yeah. That's awesome. All right, so... Yeah, so last week, I got done watching last week's episode, and I was like, man, I don't know if they if they can top this with what they're doing. And I don't know that they did top it this week with everything that they did this week, but it was pretty darn close. Uh, it was like a 1A, 1B situation in my mind as to what I've seen out of this series yeah. so far. These last yeah. two episodes have just been wonderful. Right. Absolute chef's kiss. Just amazing. Oh, Beautiful yeah. So, we yeah, went through our popcorn so fast, watching. Yeah, I believe that. I was. Uh, it was like ten minutes. So, uh, Tim changed his camera angle. It is weird. Well, this is what happens when Tim forgets his HDMI cable at home and can't hook up everything properly, and so uh, he just uses his MacBook because it's sitting here. And yeah, fair so enough. same base, same room. It's actually the same computer. Just I using my MacBook's camera instead of my my uh my desktop camera because um issues and forgetfulness and other things but that's not the point right the point is it was an awesome episode that's right let's talk about the awesomeness of the episode not the weirdness of tim's camera angle so uh yeah there's so much to talk about with this episode there's possibilities and before we get into anything really serious i just want to make Tim, your audio is all kinds of weird, too. Well, that just got trouble. Yeah. My audio is weird. Yeah. What's that? Hold on. And now you're freezing uh, up. All right. How about... Off, like, how about what? Oh, okay, you appear to be broken. Anyway. <laughs> Let's see if I can bring up your notes real quick. While you're frozen and looking at me lovingly, because you know how awesome I am. So, yeah, uh, we're going to talk tonight about the Night Sisters, right? All right, how about now? Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Thank you, Tim. Okay. Uh, yeah. So this is this is what happens. And and Kathleen, nobody cares. You can see my nose hairs. Shush. Uh, glitchy Tim. Yeah, my computer was fighting for supremacy between the Wi-Fi and the uh, the data cable. And run the show, John. He runs the show every week. That's not really the point. I was going to. Uh, that's right. So hey, before we get into anything serious of note, I just want to mention how flipping adorable the I don't know how to pronounce their name is, but the Nodi, the turtle. Rock-looking people are yes. in this episode. Yes, 
Um, and hey, trouble. by the way, we probably should have thrown this up there, but my... By the way, we're talking about spoilers. There's lots of spoilers. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Okay, did the thing. Uh, but yeah. Ah! So... Uh, Jason's watching the show on mute, but glad you have someone to talk to about Ahsoka since we all let you down. Yes, at, you know what? So this past weekend, we were at the Monroe Pop Fest, which is now called the Monroe Comic Con. And uh, a couple different panels, a couple different times, I tried to get people to talk about Ahsoka Episode 5. And they're all like, we haven't watched it yet. And I am deathly against giving away spoilers. And so, yeah, I didn't get a chance to talk about it. But you were there and Friday yes. and Saturday. That was the, the show comes out Tuesday. What were they doing for three days? Like packing and I, getting ready for a con? I mean, come on. You know, yeah, exactly. They, they had a life or something. Jeez. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Nodi. Yeah, they're uh, little humanoid hermit crabs with rocks on their backs. Uh, mm -hmm. Jason is a loser. Jason is not a loser. <laughs> he not is not a loser. Ohio. We had not, we had a we had a wonderful time uh, with Jason. And Max from and Justin as well. All three of the geeks were there at one time. It was Max was really there? Max was there. Notebook, notebook and pen guy in the house. All right, so hey, let's get down to business here. So yeah, the Noti, absolutely wonderful, adorable little creatures, fun, absolutely fun. Um, but yeah, so I thought I started off this episode not thinking that we were going to see. Um, Jason, if you were listening to this on audio, then you would hear us that you we defended your honor. Yes. Um, I started off this episode thinking that um, we were not going to see a couple things this week. And I was worried that we weren't going to see them until episode eight. And I'm so, so very glad to have been wrong. Yes. Like I said, um, in our, our, I think it was I'll on our Discord. I was fully expecting the, the last, like, minute to be when we finally got to Thrawn. Last minute of the last episode. And I'm so glad I was wrong. So, yeah, I was very glad about that well. As well, we have a uh, hate slash love fest going on in the comments there. Uh, but, yeah, so I expected to not see Thrawn or Ezra till episode 8 and in the, the waning moments. So to be able to get them both in episode 6, both Ezra and Thrawn, I don't know about you, but as soon as I saw the chimera coming up over top of the rock cliff, mm -hmm. um, there was me doing the. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. There was some loud fanboying going on at my house. Fortunately, I was the only one home at that moment, and I only scared the dogs. <laughs> so you abandon your wife and daughter to rush home for Ahsoka. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and this is why we're friends. <laughs> It was like, and would you look at the time? I got him. I have an Ahsoka to catch. So, <laughs> but yeah, so I was very excited. As soon as I saw that, that ship come up over the edge, as soon as I saw the Chimera, I knew that we were getting Thrawn in that episode. I was worried when the Night Sisters, and, and uh, by the way, how cool were the Night Sisters? Oh my goodness. The, so creepy. So, 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 so perfectly creepy. So perfectly uh, animated series accurate. Yes. You know, so when we first got Morgan Elsbeth and she was a descendant of the Night Sisters, I thought, ah, well, if this is what the Night Sisters look like now, maybe they've evolved, maybe they're changing their look, you know. Like Klingons. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, that yeah, there's that. Uh, so I thought, well, maybe they've evolved or changed their look. They're going to look more like Mel Morgan Elsbeth. And then we get to this planet of Peridia which is the planet that is housing 
the Night Sisters. It's housing Thrawn. It's housing uh, 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 Ezra as well. And there's the classic look of the Night Sisters and yeah. the sound. The sound was so cool and creepy and just. Um, and I had to laugh because I know that Dave Filoni is a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Mm-hmm. And um, the fact that the Night Sisters talk just a little bit, just a, the little tiniest bit, um, like uh, uh, Gollum was perfect. Yeah. It reeks of Jedi. It must. <laughs> it goes into the station. Like, oh my god! Yeah, they they also reminded me of Macbeth with the uh, the three witches in that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's a recurring theme in a lot of folklore. The the three, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, you're absolutely spot on with that. That's definitely um, <laughs> the Night Sisters. They are things of nightmares. Yeah, they are just creepy enough uh, where you will see them later. Uh, probably when you don't want to, but you oh, will yeah. see them later. Um, but yeah, I, I really appreciated them. And I, I kind of feel like I'm flying through some of this stuff, but there's just literally so much to talk about. I don't know where to go because I want to talk about it all, but I can't talk about it all at once. So from the Night Sisters, then we go to the new Night Troopers who were, uh, they were creepy as all get out. You talking know? about the troopers that are on Thrawn's ship? Yeah, because I, I watch it with closed captioning on because I have an almost five-year-old. Right. I had it on. I, I, I must have missed that part where they yeah. called them the night troopers. Night troopers. Yeah. And they're chanting Thrawn. You know? Yes. I did catch that. I caught yes. the, the, the chant. Right. And yeah. So looking at them. I, now, here's my question hmm. Are they zombies? That I seems to be are. the prevailing opinion on the internet right now. The interwebs is ablaze with that. They, a lot of people think that they are, that they are in fact zombies. And I tend to agree with that because, you know, their armor's all busted up and, and janky looking <laughs> mismatched in some cases. Oh yeah. Like one dude had a, a white chest piece, but a burgundy arm, a, uh, a gray yeah. helmet. Um, yeah. And then there's creepy old captain Enoch. What the crap? What is that thing? Yeah. Who is that? What was that? What's up with the gold face mask thing? The John Cena, you can't see me mask. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. Oh man, <laughs> you can't see me, but yeah. Um, as soon as he turned around, I was like, Yeah, oh. like you're special. Uh, Enoch's face is sort of droidish. I'm not going to disagree with that. That's uh, it's it's both very interesting and off-putting at the same yes. time. And I think, and I actually I think that's kind of cool. I think I'm sure that's by design what they intended it to be and and how they intended it to to go and do and all these things. Mm-hmm. But whoo, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kathleen says I'm guessing his form took a blast to the face. And got his face replaced. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of things that could have happened in the in the because if these are the troops, the same troops that were in the Battle of Lothal, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure there was plenty of droids laying around, and I'm pretty sure there's also plenty of faces laying around uh, after the conclusion of that battle. But their numbers aren't dwindling, so maybe that's why the Night Sisters would be putting them back together to keep a fighting force. Yeah, I yeah I caught that line too. Um, which it made me wonder, okay, so are they just, 
are they dying because of lack of rations? Like if they were healthy troopers, you know, were there health issues, lack of rations, all these different things that were not available any longer on the Chimera? Or is it that Thrawn just got kind of tired of some people and, you know, did the the Vader choke without having the Vader check uh, force choke ability? You know, just like, Mm -hmm. I'm done with you guys. So, yes. Uh, Trek Time says gold crack troopers were amazing. Yes, they are. And it's, uh, by the way, if you guys are Star Trek fans and you want to find some really cool Trek information and buy a really cool cast, go check out Trek Time. These guys are really cool. Uh, I enjoy checking out their stuff as well. So, but yeah, um, I'm really kind of curious to find out more about these troops, you know, how they can. And I don't expect these all, all these things to get answered because we only have a couple episodes left. We have two episodes left. And I'm pretty sure in these last two episodes, uh, we're going to be finding out more about a, how they're getting off of Peridia, uh, B how, you know, I'm expecting some level of battle between, uh, Ahsoka and Balin Skull and Thrawn and all these different things. I, I'm expecting uh, episode eight to be uh, a lot of lightsabers and bullets or, or, you know, laser, laser bolts flying. Yeah. Speaking of Peridia, the, the ring around the planet being, no problem, guys. being the Purgle graveyard, right? Yeah. So they go there to die and Ahsoka's in the biggest one, which means it's probably the oldest one and the one closest to death. So how are they going to get home unless they steal the eye of Scion? Hmm. Hadn't thought about I mean, that. Yeah, they, they don't know they're going to the to the graveyard. They just know they're getting a free ride. You know, these are the salmon swimming to their spawning ground and not coming back. So, would it be interesting? Uh, because you know, Disney likes to do things that are, you know, uh, in sync with one another, and you know, and mm-hmm. and things that mirror one thing to another. So at the end of Rebels, how did Ezra and Thrawn get to Peridia? They rode together. Yeah. Wouldn't it be kind of interesting if they rode back to their regular galaxy together? Getting them to do that is going to be the tricky part. I'm not saying, well, they didn't go there willingly the first time together. So what would make it be willingly this time? Fair enough. You know? Uh, let's see. And Trek Time says, I heard a rumor that Enoch was West Chatham, the actor from The Expanse. That is correct. Yes, that is West Chatham. Oh, really? Uh, so I'm kind of curious to see how all well he does with that die well. Um, yeah, that was literally on the screen as I was, you know, trying to race into end for tonight. I was, by the way, guys, for those of you who are just joining us. I almost missed my own live show tonight because I was watching episode six again and, you know, just kind of sitting there just like, mm, it's, it's Ahsoka and look how much fun this is. Yeah. yeah. So that was me tonight. Yeah. yeah. He is that he's that guy. Absolutely. So yeah. Uh, a lot to find out with the soldiers and Enoch and mm-hmm. everything else. The, I only have, okay. So I thought Ezra, uh, all the pictures and things that I had seen of Ezra leading up to this point of the, you know, the fan art, the AI concepts of what he could look like in this series, uh, played by Iman Estandi, Estandi, I can't remember how to pronounce his name, so my apologies. Um, 
to Iman, but uh, all the AI pictures and all the possible fan art concepts, what he could look like, not even close. I thought I thought he looks exactly like what, in my mind, what Ezra Bridger should have looked like 10 years later. Yes. He is a and brilliant grown-up space Aladdin. <laughs> to borrow from growing up Skywalker. Um, <laughs> Prince Ali. Anyway, okay. <laughs> so then the Bendu's the genie, and <laughs> Prince Ali, where is he? Anyway, okay. Uh, we're getting off target here. Not that we ever would do that on this show, ever. Uh <laughs> But I just thought that he is so much better looking in this role than what I gave him credit for coming up to this. Yeah. You know, I mean, just, you know, the the, the facial structure, the, the the hair, everything is like, I look at him and I just went, yeah, that is a very, very believable Ezra Bridger at approximately 25, 26 years of age. Yeah. Because I think the last time we see him in Rebels, he's only 15, 16. Uh, he's 15 at the start of season one, yes. Okay, so. 19, 20. It... So he's close to 30, we'll say. Yeah, if if we're looking at each season as a full year. Yeah. We don't know the time. We don't know the time frame, but. But yeah. <laughs> uh, and yes, he did sound arrogant as Ezra because that's who Ezra is. Yep. You know, uh, yeah, it was perfect. Absolutely perfect. Um and of course, Lars Mickelson as Thrawn, which was the fan favorite. To, one of the fan favorites. It was either him or yeah. Butternut Crinkle Fries. And uh, I'm actually really glad that it wasn't Butternut Crinkle Fries. So yeah, the the voice consistency was brilliant. His his presence with the troops, with the Night Sisters, was amazing. He's. I would sit there. I I'm sorry. It. Please. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I was interrupting you. Um, I was sitting there, honestly, and just as much as believable as he was for, you know, obviously as on camera, Thrawn, I was also at times closing my eyes because of how brilliant the sound was just to hear Thrawn's voice Mm -hmm. and it would have it be the same as what I heard in Rebels. Yeah. That having that consistency is, to me, is just, it, it put it over the top. My only complaint about Thrawn and this is a very, it's, it's so minuscule. I mean, my fingers are almost touching. Uh, did, did they not have somebody who could, you know, fix him a better hairpiece? Yeah. Well, you know, he's been out of town for a while. I mean, you, you go 10 years without a decent hairstylist. And I mean. Yeah, I get that. But just in you know, 2020, we saw some people with some really sketchy, bad, bad haircuts. You know, it's just. Yeah. Look, I shaved my head one time. Get over it, John. Just once? Okay. Just once. I only did it once because my wife wouldn't let me do it a second time. (laughs) (laughs) It was like me growing a mustache. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that I, her exact words were, I bet you that looks really cute on somebody else. So, uh, yeah, (laughs) sounds familiar. Uh, One last topic I want to touch on for, for last night's episode. And if there's anything else you want to touch on, please feel free. Um, the one last thing I wanted to touch on is it appears to me, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe you see this differently. I see tension growing between Balin and Shin. Balin and Shin? Yes. Yes. Because like, it's that generational 
well, this is the way we're going to do things. Well, your way is stupid, old man. You know? Yeah, yeah she I seems very point. dissatisfied, frustrated with what he's doing, where he's going, why he's doing it. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, at least in my mind. It looks to me like there's definite separation, especially when he was explaining um, the type of Jedi that that Ezra Here's is. Nobody yep. cares. Yeah, the, the Boken Jedi. Which yeah, the Boken Jedi, which is a thing. cool. Yeah, that's yeah, a whole other topic. But yeah, that's a really cool topic as well. Yeah, yeah. So they weren't trained properly. They were trained in the, in the wild. Yeah, in the yeah. wild, and so that they're not as refined as a Jedi should be. Right. But. So yeah, I I was watching that last night, and I I kind of caught it a little bit, um, and I watched it again this morning, and I was watching it again this afternoon. And each time I watched it, especially the scene um, where I, I saw it in a couple different spots. One mm -hmm. where they're all kind of standing out on the, the balcony of mm -hmm. the, you know, and watching Sabine right away. Yeah. And uh, some of the comments and questions and the discussion there. And then out in the field where they're actually, you know, Balin and Shin are going after Sabine. And they're actually having a discussion about, you know, the type of Jedi and the the, the topic of Boken Jedi is brought up. And, you know, just the look that she gives him when he says to her, no, you are not that type of Jedi. I trained you to be something different. And just the look she gave him was just, I don't know, to me, it just reeked of, it's the same look my daughter gives me when she's annoyed with something I say. So, you know. I could see that, you know, and, and the age I difference. I've seen her make that face at you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you have. Most people have. Um, so, but yeah, I just see that that line that line developing, and it makes me wonder. Um, you know, are we going to see a split where one sticks with Thrawn and one goes with Ezra and Sabine and Ahsoka? But then Thrawn's also just using Balin, and Balin's just using. Morgan and Thrawn. So eventually they're going to come into conflict as well. Right. There's, there's got to be some, some point where all these parties just come into conflict. It has to happen. Cause that's what bad guys do is they, they use each other until it's no longer convenient that they turn on each other. And that's why the good guys win. Right. So, yeah. So I'm kind of curious to see how that all plays out and, and all that, but yeah. Okay. So maybe I wasn't the only one who kind of caught up on that and, and yeah. saw that coming in. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 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 But then what is what is Balin sensing this rising power that he's afraid of? And why is Thrawn so desperate to get away from the planet? I mean, obviously he wants to go home. Okay, so here we have this whole new galaxy. We're on mm -hmm. a different planet. Yep. This and and, and um I'm actually writing about this for in an article about how the simple fact is uh with Peridia in a different galaxy, we have the opening now for different species, mm -hmm. different villains. This opens the door for things that were in uh, the the expanded universe that are not part of canon, that are part of Legends, to come into canon. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to happen in this series, but I think it could be hinted at that we could get, I mean, we could get the Yuuzhan Vong out of this. Uh, maybe. Uh, it's possible. Yeah. I mean, I, look, I realize that I'm kind of grasping at a tall yeah. straw up there. Right. 
but the simple fact is, is that he's afraid of something. Right. And who were these, some of the scariest villains in legends? Yeah. Jean Dong. Right. You know, and if a Jedi slash even a dark Jedi or a Sith is going to be afraid of something, I'm pretty sure it's going to be these bad guys who, you know, everybody right. was afraid of. Unless it's something like, like the Bendu. Right. The wills, the yeah. wills of the Bendu and something along right. those lines where there's, you know, maybe he's just misreading the, the source of the power and what it can and can't do and all these different things. That's entirely a possibility as well. Yeah. I'm looking forward to finding out though. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. So yeah, there's a lot, a lot to come up uh, in the next, you know, in the next two episodes. And it sucks for me to think that there's only two more episodes because this is just the, this level of star Wars is so refreshing Yes, and it is so good. And I just, all I want is more of it. Right. Um, and I'm kind of, kind of sad, kind of uh, disappointed to know that I only get two more weeks. Right. Especially since who knows when we'll get more anything. Right. Because, because of the strike. Right. You know, and I, you know, we firmly side with the, the actors and writers and we want them to get paid for what the, their value and their worth. You know, we just need these freaking studios to pay up, treat their people mm-hmm. right. Yes. Ah! Don't deny me of my Star Wars. Anyway. Yeah. But somewhere in those two episodes, Ezra's going to find out how Sabine got there. You know, what that deal was. I don't think that's going to go over terribly well. No, because it won't. But it's also it's also kind of classic Rebels. I gave myself over to the bad guys so that I could get caught so that I could find the person that I needed to find. Oh, okay. Now we're in over our heads. Sure. We'll find our way out. Yeah. That's that's, that's, that's a Tuesday on rebels. That's yeah, exactly. Uh, So yeah, I don't, I think that he'll be upset for the first couple of moments, but if he thinks back to what happened 10 years ago, he'd be like, Oh yeah, Yeah, that works. Oh, I kind of did the same thing when I came here with Thrawn. Okay. never mind. You know? Yeah. So, so yeah, that's that's her get out of jail free card. Well, what did you do with Thrawn? Oh, that's right. Yeah. So anyway, all right. Any other any other hot topics for you? Anything else you want to highlight from this week's episode? Not no, nope. I think I'm pretty good. Uh, you know, like uh, like Trek Time was saying here, we're sad. There's only two more, but uh, sad face. I, I'm expecting they're going to be good. Hopefully, hopefully we don't do a secret invasion on this. So rumor is, is that episode eight has the longest runtime of all the episodes. Two and a half hours. I'm good. So, yeah, I don't know that it's two and a half hours, but I mean, I'd be okay with that, but I don't think that's what we're getting. I I read something, something along the lines of think 15, I've heard 59 minutes runtime. Nice. So, yeah, if that's the case. I think episode eight is going to be, like I said, a lots of uh, lightsabers and laser bolts because Probably. everything's got to go from here to set up moving towards the Mandoverse style movie where they, you know, they fight the throng. Yeah. So, which Should I also think it all depends on if they're out of Peridia or if they're still in Peridia. But if they're out of Peridia, I mean, we could even see, you know, um, 
you know, a Bo-Katan uh, Mando sighting if they're back from that other universe. But there's, right. that's a very, very large if at that point. So, yeah, I'm curious if we're going to pick up any of Hera's plot before this show ends, if we're just going to stay on Peridia. But I don't I think I think Hera's more of a side character in this in this series. Yeah. The main plot seems to be in the other galaxy now. So, yeah, maybe not. And oh, one one last thing to complain. One last complaint. Yes. Where's my boy Zeb? He's not in these episodes. He's off flying a Y wing because that's the only cockpit that he could fit into. He couldn't fit in the X wing, so that's why he didn't go <laughs> with Hera that, this time. Uh... Well, they could get were X wings. Yeah. Okay. That's my only complaint. I just right. I want to see Zeb on screen more than. Yeah. I got to see him in Mando, but you know what we need? We need a chopper spinoff series. Just all chopper, all chopper, <laughs> all carpet bombing, call carpet bombing runs all the time. You know, if they can do it for Groot in the MCU, they can do it for chopper. I'm okay with it. Yeah. So, all right. <laughs> all right, guys. So if you don't know by now, Ahsoka comes out every Tuesday night at 9 PM Eastern standard time. Uh, on the channel of the mouse Disney plus you can find it there and uh, yeah so hey just as a reminder this past Friday we released our episode with Jessica Ray from Power Rangers Wild Force she was Alyssa the White Tiger on that and uh, we met Jessica yet in person at the Monroe Pop Fest in Monroe Michigan this past weekend Monroe Pop Fest has also changed their name they are now back to go they went back to their original name which was the Monroe Comic Con very excited about that. And they already have their dates picked out for next year. So go to their website, uh, do a Google search for Monroe Comic-Con. I want to say it's September 13th and 14th because I believe it's Friday the 13th. So they're going to have Ooh. some scary stuff there. Uh, I you, If they had the, uh, Michael Myers from Halloween there this year and a couple other, couple other people. So if they can have them, I'm pretty sure that they'll get somebody cool for next year as well. Uh, but coming up this Friday... We have Pat Fraley, who, if you don't recognize him by image or by name, Pat Fraley is an amazing voice actor, iconic even, uh, and some of the work that he's done in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as both Krang and Casey Jones. And so the, the quote there on the, the episode title, Morons, I'm Surrounded by Morons, is a direct quote from Krang in the 1987 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles episodes, but he, uh, there's been it's easier to tell you what Pat Fraley hasn't been in than what he has been in. Go check out his IMDb page and uh, you can get that episode right now on our uh, Patreon channel for as little as three bucks a month to have early access to video and audio both. But yeah, that's uh, that's Pat Fraley. So remember to go check that out. And if you haven't already, please click like and subscribe here on our YouTube channel. That helps us out, helps us to continue to grow and get amazing guests for you each and every Friday. Uh, but until then, enjoy the Ahsoka and uh, we will see you guys uh, next week. Yeah, we'll be here Wednesday night again, 5 p.m. Yeah. Eastern. Exactly. I mean, you're going to be here Monday. but We'll be here Monday. Uh, yeah. yeah, we have a... and you. Yeah, if you're watching our live shows on Monday night, we have a new thing on Mondays. So you might want to be part of that. Just to say, just a thought, just saying. 
Okay, bye. On behalf of the rest of the hosts of the FSF Podcast, we want to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on a future episode, please contact us by means of Twitter or Instagram using the handle at FSFpopcast. Or go to www.fsfpopcast.com and click on the contact link. Thanks again and hope you enjoyed the episode. Thank <laughs> you.